welcome back to the North Star podcast. I am going to keep this one short. I will do my very best in any case. And that's because honestly, with so many incredible guests coming up, which I'm continuously flabbergasted and inspired and and whatnot by, there's just so much coming to the show that me popping in here for a solo episode is pretty much just a cherry on the top. So I wanted to pop on here because when was it? It was it was it was a few weeks back at this point that I was doing Q and A, I believe. So sometimes I do it through my email list and sometimes I do it through Instagram. So I honestly cannot recall which, but in any case, I shared some on Instagram but I wanted to go a little bit deeper with one in particular so I had a beautiful soul who asked about attracting her dream partner and the reason I want to talk about this is because first of all I know it's such a big it's such a big thing in our lives right like Obviously, it's not the path of every single soul in this planet to find a partner, right? Like some people truly are destined for, you know, singlehood throughout life. And I think that's beautiful. I mean, it's equally as beautiful. And and likewise, other people are, you know, meant to move through life with a multitude of partners or to have a partner at some point in time and then not afterwards right um I actually have an upcoming guest on the show who did have like the love I honestly I'm gonna wait for her to share it it's like the most romantic fairy tale beautiful beautiful story that you'll ever hear and it lasted for a short period of time, uh, really short, if you consider the span of light. And yet the way that she describes this love, it's, it's so divine. And so length really means nothing. And format, you know, really means nothing. I had, I had Joe and Karnashian on a very early episode. If you don't know her, you might want to go listen to that one. Joe has been in the wellness space for years and years and years. She's a massive influencer. She works with like Nike and really big brands. Um, and she was originally in the fitness space. And now she's in the sexual wellness space. And she moved through being in a, let's say, classic marriage in the U.S. to going polyamory. I'm actually not sure if she's still uh, polyamorous, but we, I believe we talked about it in that episode. So anyway, my point is really that relationships take all shapes and forms. And to me, they're all beautiful and the relationship with yourself included. Right. So again, I just say this because I don't want to come on here and be like, everybody needs to find like their the perfect person and blah 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 because it's you know things just look different for everyone and and that's part of the beauty of life just as our bodies look different just as 
everything looks different at the end of the day, you know, where we choose to live, the ups and downs of the countries or the continents or the cities or the towns or whatever, like there's beauty in absolutely everything. And if you want to hear a good discussion on beauty, I don't mean for this to be just the referral episode. However, um, Lisa O'Connor, who I had on the podcast, speaks so beautifully to beauty as a philosophy, as a lifestyle. So definitely recommend listening to that one too. Um, But yeah, obviously, my point again here is that there is beauty in really all shapes and forms and the what all of these things have in common is that they are correct for the soul meaning what makes you know our relationships beautiful or what makes our lifestyles beautiful is that they're an expression of our truth right I mean, that's what this ep- this this episode, that's what this podcast is about. This That's what this work that I do in general is about, you know, whether that's through a yoga nidra class, whether that's through a Reiki session, like everything that I'm doing, one-on-one coaching, et cetera. It's really all about bringing those that I'm engaged with into communion with their deepest truth. And yeah. That's the essence of beauty to me. So all of that to say, all of that is a little bit of a caveat because I do want to speak to now those of you who are looking to call in partnership, you know, whatever you're looking for, just knowing what that is in your heart and calling that in for yourself because it feels true to you and your deepest desire at this point in your life anyway. So that's what this episode is about. And I also just want to say that I pretty much believe that you could take what I'm about to say and apply it to any area of life. So if you're looking to manifest literally anything, it's pretty much all the same thing in terms of how I believe um, you go about it based on my own experiences, based on... Um, the experiences of those that I've worked with and the experience of those that I know in a more personal manner. So, so yeah, this, this truly applies to whatever you're trying to bring into your life. So let's just get into it. So if you're not looking to call in partnership, but you are looking to manifest, then keep your ears tuned in (laughs) to this episode. All right. So Ultimately, ultimately, my deepest belief with manifestation is that we call in that which is matching our unique vibration. So by that, I mean, listen, like vibration is not a word I actually use in my regular speak. I only use this word in the context of manifestation because I think it is a really perfect word for it. But what I mean by that, if it's a word that you um, actually really don't like or just don't vibe with at all, (laughs) there kind of is again. But really all I mean by that is we attract that, like that which we are, right? Like attracts like is the simplest way to put it. 
And this is true. You have seen this in your own life. If you have grown into an adult that is a truer version of yourself than you were in high school, you've probably noticed that, you know, part and parcel with that is your friends that are in your life now are deeper friendships than you had in high school. And that's not just because, you know, as an adult, you know, for the most part, many, 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 many of us, and I believe many of you were quite deep as youth and probably that shaped you um, in many ways as well. However, as if we were deep as young, youngins, and as we get older, we only get deeper, right? So I believe that the reason we are attracting more and more aligned friendships as you get older and older is because we're standing just more and more in our truth. And so a lot of people, right? Like I think with friendships, it's a little bit more natural. It's a little bit easier. That said, of course, I can never forget that one of the most popular episodes that I've done on this show is about loneliness. So again, just to refer out, but seriously listen to that episode if if perhaps friendship hasn't come you know um let's say as natural to you and that is literally so with no judgment as you'll you'll hear in that episode I mean it is it's still something that you have to put your focus on that you do have to attract all I'm really saying is that with friendship it usually is just a little bit easier than let's say romantic partnership and um usually it's a a little bit easier to than let's say aligning yourself with the perfect job I actually really struggle to say usually in all of this because of course I do know that we all have different areas in which we are more unblocked and areas in which we are more blocked so of course for everyone it is different and and maybe your self-worth in terms of your work and your career is just so high and then you're struggling with friendship right so I just take everything that I say with a grain of salt you know whatever applies to you take that and and leave that which does not okay but these are my generalizations and maybe I should just say based on my own experiences um Um, But anyway, that said, the reason I believe that, you know, romantic partnership can be harder, and I have heard this backed by psychologists, and not my own, but, um, you know, just having read, is that, you know, oftentimes it's just I guess the simplest way to put it is that romantic partnership is more loaded (laughs) but um it brings up you know a lot of other fears that again for many people not everyone some people will have this more come out in friendship but for a lot of people it brings up more fears it brings up you know these things that are deeper in us because simply romantic relationships Again, usually I'm going to stop caveating and just again, take everything with a grain of salt. But anyway, romantic relationships are more intimate. They require greater vulnerability. And so as a result, they, you know, they hold up 
these mirrors to us in a way that other relationships typically cannot. And so with that, there comes all whatever, you know, things that you've been dealing with since you were a kid, those will typically rise to the surface. For a lot of people, that's fear of abandonment. For a lot of people, that's um, fear of rejection. So these could stem from anything. Abandonment could stem from something as, you know, seemingly mundane as a... Um, as a best friend in second grade moving away and you know all of a sudden you need to make a new uh a new friend right that doesn't sound like it should be so serious but as a child you know it can feel very serious in our bodies you know like this person that was you know our person who is like our rock and here is somewhere I speak from experience, not in the second grade, but a little bit older. I look back now, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, little me felt abandoned, you know, not with any blame or anything. Of course, as a kid, like, it's not like your, your friends have any say on where their families moved to, but it's this feeling of like, oh man, I lost this person and it affects you and, and it, it can leave a little bit of a wound. And so that is where little little um yeah little things like that can stem from and you know as I said it could also be from like fear of rejection maybe when you were young you weren't accepted in to the crowd or um again I speak from experience with this one is maybe you were accepted into the crowd however you felt like in order to remain accepted, in order to, you know, stay in with the group, you had to be a certain way or, or not show all of yourself or, or whatnot, you know, whether or not that was even true. Like at this point in my life as an adult, I look back and I'm like, hmm, that could have just been all fear that I was living in. And it very well may have been true that the humans that I was hanging out with as a child and later on as a teenager very well could have been true that had I just been even more myself, they would have liked me even more. However, I didn't have that confidence. And so I lived a life where I just was not fully expressed. And that was out of, you know, this fear of rejection kind of that I placed onto myself again whether it was grounded in reality or not so so anyway really all of these are just all examples of things that we could have been carrying since we were young and that now as adults you know we're for many of us we're still holding on to and so if you're one of these people who has really struggled romantically it's something just to consider to look at, right? Like, you know, what are my fears surrounding partnership? Like if I was to have, you know, my person here now, again, if this is what you're after, right? Like if you were to have that, like what would come up for you? Again, to share from experience in the past when I really was not ready for it and I thought I was and I was, 
you know, um, probably on apps or if this was before apps, I honestly can't fully, no, 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 this is during app times. Okay, so years ago um, when I was dating, I, if I look back now and I'm really honest, I met wonder. First, first of all, I should say I met wonderful humans and, and souls that I'm actually quite happy I met and probably would have been friends with had I had I always been in that context. Um, so there's no regrets. But what I think is that I never really had space for full blown partnership to to manifest because I was. I yeah it's sad I am thinking oh so much just went through my mind so I was pretty much again truly honestly just scared of intimacy right and and I always kind of knew that with um I didn't always but I was more made aware of that in my platonic friendships because uh, as I was developing, as I was coming into myself, I started to meet people who were super honest and they were like angels, really, still are angels. And I had a friend who said to me, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, I just feel like he's in such a pivotal role in my life, even though he probably has no idea. But just like these things that like really deep, honest, authentic also like 10 15 years older than me kind of souls like I had two in my life that were just both such beautiful angels um and this one like flat out said to me you know I feel like you're running from something and like both of these guy friends of mine like I met them in periods of time in which I was living abroad I mean I'm still living abroad (laughs) but I was like even less grounded than now like now I have you know um a home that I know I'll be in I'm paying for my own rent like it's very different whereas back then I would say again not that these things really matter or speak to anything it's just more the mindset and I think it was reflected in what was happening in my physical world but I was very much house sitting very very transient had no urgency and and that's great it's that's great I had no feeling of urgency like I needed to figure myself out but I was very transient like I was very very much a nomad and I had this friend this this friend at this point in my time in my life say to me like you know he just fully fully asked me like you know what are you scared of what are you running from and in retrospect like there was a lot and but no one had asked me that before and I'd never even considered that which seems sort of funny now and to be a little bit kinder to myself I don't really think I was necessarily running from something so much as I was trying to run toward myself but I was just struggling I was I was I knew I wanted to connect with myself and I felt more connected while I was overseas for x y and z reasons um but I I was still coming up against roadblocks in terms of of really deepening that relationship with myself. So perhaps in the interim, it appeared to even deep all seeing souls like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're running from something anyway. Um, so when, when I was in this process of, again, whatever you want to call it, 
trying to trying to come into myself um but also perhaps in that in that (laughs) in that process also moving away from things that made me feel insecure like very intimate relationships with other people because again like I think I was trying to come into myself but to come into myself I needed like I needed to go in and go deep and that meant at least at that point in my life that I couldn't be around external forces who were going to sway me in some which way and pull me away from the introspection that I really needed to do at that point in time because I have historically been so easily influenced now I would say far 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 less so in fact now I don't even know if I would say that actually but for most of my life I was very easily influenced and so I really did need to move away from anyone who was influencing me and that meant that for a period of time I really had to have very 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 few friends except for those kinds of friends who like this person was just a raw mirror right because he was so secure in himself like he had no need whatsoever to influence me in any which way he simply wanted me to be the truest version of myself which is interesting because now that's kind of the work that I do on a professional level like I just want people to be the truest version of themselves and I hope I can be or act or facilitate the holding up of a mirror like that um so yeah, so I, that's all to say that while I was trying to find myself, I, I really was um, avoiding, I guess you could say, intimacy with others. And again, I, I, lo- I, I would still do this to this day for the reasons that I mentioned. Um, but I guess the flip side of that, right? Like there is the beauty and the understanding and why I was behaving in that way for my own healing and growth. But the flip side, like the darker side, if you will, of that is that also, there's very humanly, I not knowing myself really, and not really having had the experience of many people really knowing me on a deep level, it, you know, it terrified me (laughs) to have people or someone, even just one person consistently in my life, not like my friends who I was hanging out with, you know, here and there while I was in London or while I was in uh, uh, Florence or whatever, like I was very, again, transient at that point in time, but to think of having someone consistently in my life, like a partner, pretty much just terrified me. And that... I like having these realizations start to surface like it allowed me to to begin to heal that because I was like you know what are you so scared of people seeing and that's the start of the work so the reason I bring up all of this like I always try to share my own experiences because as I usually say, I think that it's so much easier for you as a listener to see yourself and someone else's stories versus me just sharing kind of like more factual things, um, which is why we interview people, right? Like on this show and many other shows, like interviews are such a big thing because we see ourselves in other people's stories. So 
So yeah, I share that because perhaps for you, if you're struggling with partnership or even career, or again, it could be friendship, but um, I just think these these things are just so, or even seemingly bigger for many people, it could be very well for reasons such as I've experienced, like being afraid of being seen, right? Because to be with a partner who knows and loves you to your core, like you have to allow that. And similarly with career, right? Like if you want to be whether that's hired by an employer or you want to create your own business where you're fully expressed, where you're doing the work that you know in your heart and soul you're meant to do, it's like you have to allow, whether that be, again, an employer or potential clients in the entrepreneurial world, you have to allow yourself to be seen as this true, true you. And in both cases, it's really, it can be a lot. It can be a lot if you're not used to it, right? If you've led a life where you're in living in the shadows of a sibling or you're living in the shadows of a uh, talkative parent or a talkative friend or whatnot, then attracting that which you want based on your truth. So attracting again, partnership, whatever it is, attracting that can be challenging because basically you have all this armor around you, okay? So if this has been a struggle for you, I would definitely, definitely consider where you're scared to be seen. I just think that's so huge. And I've seen it be huge in other people's lives as well, all right? So that's number one and I'm not going to actually go on for too much longer like I said I wanted to keep this short but I'm noticing now this is a huge can of worms so I mean let me know guys I've loved lately getting feedback on Instagram I I just feel super blessed honestly because it's really always what I wanted I wanted to have you guys listening be in dialogue with me through Instagram so that I can actually serve better in that and, and more than that, like we can have these conversations together, right? Because um, like uh, I've talked about with Lisa, who was on the show, and, you know, sometimes it can feel like it's just you on the other side of the mic and you're like, oh man, like, you know, is this just me with me, my thoughts, you know, in spite of looking at ratings or seeing, oh, so many people watch this, like it still makes such a big difference to really hear feedback. So I've been super grateful that I've been receiving that lately, but keep it coming. Continue to let me know how you're feeling and responding to these episodes um so I guess the only other point that I I want to make which is actually what I shared for the most part on Instagram a few weeks back was the fact that you know if you're looking for a specific partner I would really like get clear you know with what it is you're looking for right like if you're saying I want a person who has X, Y, and Z traits. Like, okay, that's cool. Like maybe, you know, maybe that is really what your soul wants, but get a little bit deeper with it if you can. 
write these traits down, maybe take them for what they are, but then consider at least having, um, let's just say another column right beside these traits and considering what it is that you believe that you're really looking for in these traits, right? Like, do you want somebody who grew up in Italy? Like, why? Right? Like, what is it that you're looking for? What do you believe about that? that could be the underlying truth of what it is that your soul is really asking for right like I feel like um for example let's say in my life like I've had people say to me like yeah it kind of makes sense that Mackenzie's like with somebody who's not from here who's like born and bred in Europe etc and like when I think about it it's like well like what does that mean and not from a like oh that's rude no it's, there's something nice or not nice or whatsoever about it it's it's me when I think about that it's like me considering okay what is the underlying um energetic of what this person is observing about me and 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 you know where I am right now right and it's what I've come to is like yes on a surface level it makes sense that um I have become super super close to a bunch of Europeans why why okay right because like Europeans are just humans but I what I believe or at least what I resonate with this this meaning is it it kind of has to do actually with the stereotypes that we North Americans place on Europeans which is you know they value certain things that maybe in North America is not as valued um there's more intention placed on things like look none of this is even that true but what this person was saying was founded on the stereotypes that apply or that sync up with the kind of person I am so it's kind of weird to sort of um say this stuff out loud in a way I don't even know if I'm fully making sense here but um I guess to explain it, I have always been somebody, I mean, I studied art history and English and like, I feel as if the values that I really hold, um, you know, for the arts and, and just like my love of um, a little bit of a slower intentional lifestyle, like, you know, it's pretty much believed again, especially in North America that Europeans live this way, which again, 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 is a huge stereotype because frankly from what I've seen I mean living in Scandinavia like I'm sorry the lifestyle is pretty much the same as Toronto Uh, if anything I actually think Toronto is a lot more social than at least than Finland okay so um, again there's these massive stereotypes that pretty much stem from like the media that we receive in North America about uh, like Italy and maybe France, but mostly like Italy and that's kind of it or like Spain. Um, but anyway, my point is that like when I've had people make these observations, what I've considered is what they're saying underneath it, what the energetic is underneath it, like, oh, and that, so going through that, I would say for yourself to kind of do that second assessment as well, right? Like if you're like, okay, I want a person who has X, Y, and Z traits, like, get to the root of why because then you can actually get or know what it is that you're truly truly after and it's not to say that there's anything wrong with saying something as sort of like quote-unquote superficial as 
um, I want to date somebody with blonde hair, but right. Like there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but it's like, maybe consider what it is that that means to you. Does it does, like, what does it say about the personality type, you know, um, or the way that they move through the world, like just getting to the root of it will give you a little bit more to go on and will actually give you more of what you actually are after. So that's number one like understand what it is that you're really calling in on a little bit of a deeper level. And then number two is consider how these things that you seek in a partner are actually things that you're seeking in yourself. Okay. Cause what we seek in other people, like 99% of the time, if not even more, it's actually what we want in ourselves. Okay. I learned this through studying psychology you know, informally, like never in school, but I have been self-studying psychology for like many, 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 many years on end. Like I so fascinated and I know this to be true. Um, Again, I have experienced it and it just, it makes so much sense when you really consider it. Like the things that we seek in others are what we seek in ourselves. Similar or actually the same as when the things that we see in others are the things that exist within ourselves. Um, okay. So, and again, just to share from my own example, I remember, um, years ago, 20, maybe four years ago, whatever, at some point in my dating life, I was like, so attracted to guys with tattoos, (laughs) not a lot, but like, you know, a few, like maybe one, maybe three, maybe five, but like not a ton more than that. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going crazy here, but like I was attracted to it. Many girls are, it's a thing. Um, what I realized though, and probably it was after, I think around that time I had been reading, you know, the psych- psychology based stuff about this exactly, but I did, I came up on this like, oh, like maybe it is actually just what I wanted myself. And once I heard that little bit of information, I was like, oh, that's true. And what I, so, okay, wait, so just to flash forward in the story. So like a few months later, I got like my first tattoos, exactly the same amount, but I always kind of like thought I wanted in a partner. And literally since doing that for myself, I have not given a shit whether anyone I have dated has tattoos or not. Okay. Cause I just, it's so amazing how we liberate ourselves from the expectations we place on others, whether or not they exist yet in our lives, simply by adopting, you know, this thing that we're looking for in them within ourselves. So I've heard a lot of people say, and this was recently asked to me, and I've experienced this exact desire in my life, right? Like I want to be with somebody who's spiritual. How? So what I noticed again in that very same, in that very same way, when I deepened my own spirituality, I simply did not care whether, you know, my, where my friends were in their own journeys. I did not care where my partner is in his journey. What I really meant or what my soul was trying to convey to me when it was saying, I want a partner who's spiritual was, I want you to be more spiritual. I want you to be more tapped in. Okay. And if this doesn't resonate with you, then again, take this with a grain of salt and be like, "Mm, not true for me. Okay. But I think for many, 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 many of us, it's really what 
the message of our soul is. I want to see this show up in you, okay? Or maybe it's something like I'm looking for a teacher, right? It, it, it might be that you're trying to connect with your spirituality and you're feeling like you want a partner who has that because you're looking for someone to guide you, okay? Because ultimately, again, ultimately, you want to show up in the world more spiritually because what that would mean for your relationship with yourself and your soul. So always considering how these things that you're looking for in another person are things that you're looking for within yourself and yourself, and then considering how to give yourself that, how to show up for yourself in that way. And then watch as those things that you're looking for in other people just really drop off or deepens into something else, into more of an energy of what you're seeking for, okay, instead of like specific things that again are probably just meant for you to develop within your yourself your body your soul your mind and then the last thing I want to say is that and it's very much related to that is once you have adopted these things that you're seeking in others within yourself once you let's say you're looking for a spiritual partner once you are connected to your spirituality again for example you are going to begin to attract people who match that vibration again to use the word who match that in your life okay this is just how it seems to always work the more that we are again in tune with ourselves you know the more we're going to be attracting these aligned pieces in our lives and from an energetic perspective it's like it's really like attracts like again right like things of the same vibration birds of the same feather flock together right (laughs) birds of the same energy just come together it's it's how things it's how things happen when you are putting out the energy that is true to you and is yeah is genuine is true to you like you're going to receive that back because genuine energy is love energy and when we send out love love comes back to us so if you are right if you're looking to call in a partner I guess the steps really are getting clear on what it is that you're looking for, getting to the root of the underlying energies, considering if you are showing up in this way yourself in your life, considering how the things that you're looking for might be things that you want in yourself, stepping fully into yourself and your soul's desires, and then trusting that spirit is going to deliver to you precisely what your soul needs because you've shown up for your soul now spirit is going to do the work so at that point you know you can trust you can trust that you've done your work to show up as your most embodied version of self and not to be so weird about it but like you'll pretty much reap the rewards of being true to yourself okay and that is it I thought this was going to be a lot shorter. I guess I'm just not the best at being succinct 
And I truly believe, again, that's because I, I believe in sharing things through the power of story. I think it connects a lot more. But again, let me know. I really, really, really have appreciated the feedback as of late. You guys are the best. I hope this was a service. I hope it helped. And I hope if you're not looking for partnership, it still served you. I hope it was still really helpful because, again, I truly believe that this is, I mean, everything is energy, right? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter whether you're looking to attract in a partner or you're looking to attract in a job or a home or whatever. Energy is energy. So this can be applied across the board when it comes to manifestation and yeah, creating a more deeply in tuned life connected to your North Star. <laughs> All right, my angels, that's it for now. I hope you enjoy next week's episode with my beautiful, beautiful upcoming guest. Again, the lineup is so unreal. I'm so, so, so deeply grateful. And I just know you're going to adore these ladies. Got to get some men on here at some point. I realized that. Got to get a, a few more anyway. I've had like Patrick. I think he might have been it. And Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, got to get a few more for sure. <laughs> but for now, you have these beautiful, inspiring women. And uh, well, they are just going to light you up from the inside out. That I am positive of. All right, angels, I will talk to you next time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us on the North Star Podcast. I am so grateful for your time and your presence. If you want to chime in on the conversation, you can send me a DM at Mac Val Castro on Instagram. I mean it when I say that I'm really always happy to hear from you, be it with regards to your insights gleaned from this episode or with regard to your own unfolding journey at large. I do believe that we each have our own North Star and it's our duty to do the inner work to get to know ourselves so that we can live in harmony with our souls, carry out our calling, and serve others with the gifts we have each been uniquely blessed with in this lifetime. Thank you again for joining us and I'll see you next time.